What's up, guys? Welcome to another weekly wrap-up. Joining me, as always, the one and only Dutch Rudder. That way. Cheers, indeed. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go over everything that happened this past week in Marvel Strike Force. And we're, we've got some drinks while we go over it. And, yeah, we're just pretty much going to give our take on everything that has happened, as well as, of course, bring you guys up to speed on anything even remotely newsworthy. So, Indeed. On that note, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. I got a new bottle of liquor I haven't had before this week. It's called Caribou Crossing. It's basically the Canadian version of Blanton's, if you're familiar with that bur bourbon. Uh, they put this cool moose topper on it that people like to collect because they're you know, metal and everything. And, and some people like to do you know artwork with them and whatever. And uh, it's pretty tasty. It's only 40%. It's a little, a little weak to me. It's very, very sweet and very weedy. But uh, it's a nice drink. It's It's pretty pretty easy going what do you have tonight uh same as last night i actually have uh this time i i put my uh long island over ice and then of course i got my uh my Ooh. angry orchard i got going on two but drinks I did at once I... <laughs> always always um but i i did want to say regarding your drink i feel like referring to it as canadian and then mentioning that there's a moose on the cap mm -hmm. is like kind of redundant you could have just gone with one or the other. <laughs> well, it's technically made by an American company, and I wonder if there's just some silly marketing department out there that's like, if we just put a boost on it, everybody's going to know it's Canadian. And they're just like, that's that's Do the they... pitch. That's, that's the thing. I don't know. Is, is there a variant with a hockey stick and another variant with a maple leaf? <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would definitely buy those if they had that option. I think, a, I think a metal maple leaf on top of a bottle of Canadian whiskey would actually be pretty awesome to have. I would, I would want one of those if they made it. Okay, so this week we had a double Asgardian drop as part of the Black Bolt calendar and Legendary Unlock event. Uh, what did you think of this one? So... Personally, uh, it doesn't do anything for me because I have all my Asgardians at 7-star, but there are a lot of really good Asgardian characters that are available, you know, for, for players that don't already have them at 7-star. It's one of, if not the best, double drop that you can ask for, just because, like, Loki is such a high-quality character. Hela is such a good character. They have a lot of really good, like, That's true. Asgardian double drop is good. Yeah, I was just finishing up Cosmic and DD4 this week, and bringing Hell is an absolute just godsend. It makes things so much easier, and I still find her to be a top tier character in War. Absolutely, uh, she's she's excellent on her own. So regardless of Black Bolt, she's well worth farming on her own. Mm -hmm. The next one that we had this week was the double drop of Luke Cage as part of the Black History Month uh, drops. <laughs> what do you think of this one? <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, if we're going to go by comic lore, Luke Cage uh, single-handedly beat up Doctor Doom, literally fought his way into like the Doom Mansion in Latveria and beat up everyone and then beat up Doctor Doom over $75 that he owed him. <laughs> really? Is that it? So wow. seeing as Luke Cage is a Doctor Doom hard counter, according to Marvel lore, uh, I'd argue it's the, the most valuable double drop that we've ever had. Uh, but I haven't heard that story before, but that uh, that would be interesting if it made its way into the game in some format. Uh, that would make a really good character campaign for him. You know, maybe we get the new and improved Luke Cage or something with a I new. I just saw the legendary Luke Cage rework. I'm sorry. Yeah, that would be amazing. Like that would be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> that would be really silly, but you know, that would be entertaining at least. Oh, I was just gonna say the uh, the next one we had 
is the Okoye double well, drop. Well, hold on. I, we, I, do, nope. I assume most okay. people knew I was joking, but we have an obligation to at least clarify. Uh, even as a brand new player, Luke Cage is not particularly valuable. If, hmm. you know, if you're trying to bring up just as many teams as you can as a new player, defenders are very uh, easily available. So uh, there was some rationale to take advantage of that double drop if it was, you know, one of the early nodes available to you and you're trying to build some of the early teams that you actually can build when you're really, really new to the game. So there there were a small handful of new players that did want to take advantage of that. But once you're out of the really early stages of the game, the defenders are just not useful. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that was not exciting news for the large majority of the player base currently. Uh, and it's just because Luke Cage is not a particularly good character and the defenders are not a particularly good team. So Yeah, uh, I agree. It, he doesn't actually hard counter Doctor Doom. Don't. Not yet. <laughs> right. Right. Not yet. <laughs> to be determined. All right. And the other one that we had this past week was the double drop of Okoye, who's useful for the Chaos Theory uh, seven star. If you're working towards that uh, unlock for those extra upgrade credits for silver and gold uh, credits towards you know five, six, seven red stars. Uh, did you take advantage of this one at all? <laughs> Uh, yet again, uh, I have had my Wakandans at 7-star for a while, so I did not take advantage of it. But as a general rule, if you don't have a higher priority to be farming, which a lot of times you do, but when there's a double drop, like if, if it's something that you could ever see yourself wanting, you're just getting free extra value on it, so it's not bad to have taken advantage of it. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I see a lot of shade being thrown at Koye's way or like being a bad character and i don't actually think she's a bad character i don't think she's an incredible character but i think she gets a i think she gets more hate than she deserves um I, you know she still has an ult that rewinds speed bar and she still mm -hmm. can do defense down on her opening move and you know can dispel basically she has some some decent tools but the main reason that she gets so much hate is the way in which she was introduced and the way her stats are she needs a lot of focus to pull off all of like her genuinely like decent control effects mm -hmm. and her focus is atrocious so yep. like you have to have her at like skirmisher level five and you have to have her at like gear tier 14 for her to really reliably do all the things that she does and that is an insane amount of investment for a character that does things that other people can do better so yeah i feel bad that she just gets thrashed as like this terrible terrible character because i don't think that that's true but uh well, certainly not not important uh but just to give you some context well, so, i've i've done three star on the seven or tier seven chaos theory challenge and my okoye is like 10k um, yeah. i just never built her and i was able to stick around the end and hide her and get three stars on that event just to be done yeah. with it and i never had to build her so you don't really yep. need her Okay, and this week we had the White Tiger campaign go live so that players could, who didn't buy her can attain her without paying anything. Uh, the campaign went live this evening, actually. So this is the first day we've had of it. And uh, yeah, I didn't have too much trouble with this campaign. Have you completed it and refreshed the nodes and everything and got all your orbs out? I have indeed, and uh, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm really efficient about doing as many nodes for a campaign as possible because she is a very uh, star-reliant and stat-reliant and red star-reliant mm -hmm. character. She's all about her stats. So, yeah, I'm being very diligent to 
refresher notes, but uh, you'd asked, like, you know, was it difficult? And so speaking of the difficulty, I'm aware that, like, even the hard version of the campaign, uh, event campaigns anyway for characters, has always been very easy. Yeah. But this one felt, like, particularly easy. Like, I, I can pretty much always throw them on auto, and we've, you know, we, we've kind yeah. of accepted that it's it's made for new-ish players. But today we really looked at, like, what exactly is this tune for? I found something interesting. In the hard campaign, keep in mind, there's an easy and a medium. Yeah. The hard campaign has enemies at like 15k power. Mm -hmm. It is allegedly balanced for level 60, gear tier 9, level 5 abilities characters. And excuse me, I can't speak for everyone, and different players may be in different spots, but I do know that someone who'd been playing about a month asked me a question in Discord yesterday and were informing me that they were getting a good amount of their characters to right around gear tier 9 mm -hmm. as of one month into the game. So this isn't necessarily super on topic for White Tiger, but what do you think about the hard version of a campaign that has easy and medium difficulties being currently balanced around like a one to two month player as the benchmark for hard content? Yeah, I, I think the issue with that is, like, I, I just took Shatterstar Longshot and just put it on auto, and they just right. AoE'd everything, basically. Um, and they're 100k each, so, they, like, none of them are going to die. So, I, I just, I kind of feel a little, like, shortchanged by it, I guess, as a player, because there's no challenge to it. And I don't know if that's the intent, but I mean, the thing is, the only new content that we're really getting right now in the last, like, even over the last year, right, has been like DD4. Now we got Doom Raids as of like a couple of, what, a month ago or something? And then a bunch of character campaigns here and there. And granted, the storylines were kind of entertaining, right? Reading the, the back and forth, the beginning of the nodes and everything. Um, but I mean, like, why not put in like a super hard campaign then? Right. I, I guess I just don't know. I, I don't understand from a game development standpoint, you know, why even bother with the easy, medium, hard thing if everything's going to be so easy that somebody who's been playing the game, you know, proficiently for a month can do the hardest campaign. And anybody who's been playing for six months, it's just like it's a walk in the park. Right. There's the, you just auto through it if you want. I, I just don't understand, like, what the point of it is then. It just seems like just going through the motions and then you can auto it for two weeks and it just it, it just feels it feels unfulfilling as content right that you can have the same shard rewards for all the difficulties but then they have should. like the easy campaign is like green gear the the medium is blue gear the hard is purple gear and the the insanity difficulty is orange gear sure like that. yeah and that would give us something late game early game players would see that orange gear and be like i don't even know what i'd do with this stuff like was, right. <laughs> when does that come into play like it, it right. wouldn't really affect them right now they would see that they aren't meeting the mark and i know that in the past like say when they release new levels of challenges people get very upset when they can't three star right off the bat whatever the new challenge right. is and that's kind of what right. this feels like right they're trying to avoid that situation but right I've always enjoyed those challenges, like for the most part, when you're trying to like work through them and figure it out, right? It's yeah, more same. like a puzzle. It's more entertaining same. that way, especially with the challenge mode. You don't really have any issues, right? You can retry over and over and over again, and it doesn't hurt you. Right. The only problem with the campaigns is you do have a limited number of campaign energy, and then you got core for more. So that can be a little, uh, you know, it's it's going to drain people a little bit. Yeah. Regarding White Tiger, we talked about it last week, so I don't want to 
get too in-depth on it, but I will say that, I, again, I'm excited for White Tiger, but White Tiger is all stats, and so um, even by the conclusion of this event, like, only this super mega Krakens, who have, like, seven gold star and, like, at least, like, five red star on White Tiger are really, really going to appreciate what she can do. So uh, you're still not going to hear a lot of buzz around White Tiger. My prediction is, like, six months from now, when a handful of players that don't spend like crazy first start getting their hands on a giant white tiger, they'll they'll finally start to go, oh, you know what? She's actually pretty savage. She's, she's kind of <laughs> ripping everyone apart. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think we'll hear too much buzz about her because even the people getting hands on experience, like her whole thing is doing crazy amounts of damage. And then if she kills you, she gets to take another turn almost immediately to do more crazy damage to hopefully pretty much immediately get another turn to do more crazy amounts of damage, rinse and repeat. But like, you know, just like a five gold, four red star white tiger is going to be doing like a third of the damage of like everyone's black bolt. So no one's going to be like, oh yeah, it's white tiger time. And like, that's, <laughs> that's the thing she does is she does damage and some disabling effects that help her do more damage and she gets resets. But so yeah, if she's not doing a lot of damage, everything else is kind of contingent on that. So uh, unfortunately, it's hard to be excited about White Tiger or the average player because they're not they're not going to be in a position to get a giant one anytime soon. And this week we had the Black Bolt event mm -hmm. return. For those that have not finished the seven stars, they could unlock some more on him. Uh, how are you doing on your Black Bolt? <laughs> um, so I feel like I've just been put in an awkward position. Like my roster is pretty whaley, but. Yeah. I've had to answer several of the questions so far, like, how you doing? And me be like, oh, yeah. overly good. But when it comes to Black Bolt in particular, he is literally the strongest character on my roster. Mm -hmm. uh, being 11k stronger than my fully maxed out Mr. Sinister, who is 7 red star. Yeah, my Black Bolt is gargantuan. I literally cannot make him any bigger. He's 171,136. Probably has a gear tier 15. little to do with that striker ISO 5 passive, right? Yep, that, he does that have adds a big damage, and that buffs it up a little more. Black Bolt is awesome. Yep. Uh, highly recommend it. He is all stats. Um, he is possibly the scariest stat stick in the game. Mm -hmm. He's an incredible damage dealer, and when he hurts you, if he kills you, you stay dead. A nice perk. He has an unavoidable single target nuke. He has a an atrocious AOE that just obliterates everything. Um, and yeah, he's he's awesome. I He's one of two characters I manually promoted to 7 Red Star, and Same I haven't regretted it yet. I, I resisted doing it for a while, and when I finally did it, now I look back and I'm like, why did I hold off on doing it for <laughs> so long? I kept thinking, like, uh, my 6 Red Black Bolt is doing just fine, which is true. He was He was doing just fine. And I kept thinking, like, Another character will come along that I'll be glad that I saved these for. But honestly, I like I I still like there are some characters I would like to have at seven red star, but I still don't miss those gold promo credits actually. So Yeah, absolutely. Even Thanos were the two I've done to Seven Red Star Manual. And uh, I don't regret either one. And I still don't, and I don't think I ever will. They're both amazing beefy monsters. And yeah. uh, they, they're they really good on either attack or defense in war, however you want to use them. Um, prefer both on offense if I can, but it just kind of depends on your your, your war zone you know, and your level as to which which is better for you. 
All right, and this week, Alpha Raids came back to our rotation of Greek Raids. Uh, I was a little disappointed with the orbs in this one, I would say, because there's really zero characters that I needed from it, whereas the last two that we've gotten, there's been at least one addition to those orbs that I'm like, ah, I really want that character, and I don't have them 7-star, like Shatterstar was in the last one. And so I was wondering how you feel about this one and the raid itself. Yeah, I mean, the, the characters in that orb, it's a lot of older characters and a lot of not super relevant characters. So, like, just taking a quick look at it, it's not a big selection, but, like, America Chavez has just really one... It's a lot of characters, like, one place to be. Not a lot of plug-and-play characters either. Black Panther really only has one team. Doctor Strange and Elsa, pretty much the same thing. You have Heimdall, Iron Fist. It's like, looking at, like, the teams that are represented here, like, Young Avengers aren't bad, but... America Chavez is certainly not the single most influential member of that team by any stretch. Supernatural have have fallen from where they were. There's a couple Wakandans on here. Uh, you know, the one Asgardian on here is Heimdall. You know, you have Iron Fist. Like, there's just there's in my opinion there's a single really good character to get in here, mm -hmm. and that is Ghost Rider. Yep. And uh, yeah, you know, good luck to the people. We're trying to get Ghost Rider. He's awesome. I, I wish you guys a lot yes, of Ghost Rider drop. Yeah, those That's... those orbs are not the most exciting. Obviously, if you're a newer player, you know, there's like Thor in there. There's some decent stuff. Thor is pretty decent, especially on Wave 1. So he is still very relevant. And he's also part of the uh, was it the Black Bolt unlock with the Asgardians. So mm -hmm. he is, he is going to be a piece there that you'd want to have. Um, but I, I would I'm say awesome. Ghost Rider, I do have a tier 14, and he's on my tier 15 upgrade list once I'm done with DD4. Oh, I, really? I, I love Ghost Rider. He is such a great character. He carries that team so hard. And those those passive attacks that he does, whenever one of, like, like I've got a really weak Elsa and Scarlet Witch compared to the rest of the team because they're like 40k and everybody else is like 80 plus. Uh, I actually really enjoy using that team in a Wave 1 Avengers because I put them in the back row. And when they die, he just goes blast for like 100k with his passive, and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think I have, I have five reds on him right now. Um, I wouldn't pay to upgrade him beyond that, but man, I really enjoy using Ghost Rider a lot. So he's he is he is a good character at least. So this week, MSF.GG had a big uh, update where they've now added a DD4 planer and really it's a dark dimension planer so whichever one you're looking at you can select the characters that you'd like to use you can put them up there and it'll actually take your roster that you've used or uploaded from from msf.gg or if you manually put it in you do have the option to do that I wouldn't recommend that, but that is an option. <laughs> it's a lot of numbers to type in. But once you put all that in there, you can also fill in your gear inventory or use the Mantis tool to automatically capture all of this information and upload it to msf.gg and then put those characters in your planning list. And so you can see here in the screenshot, this person selected their global, cosmic city, and legendary. And the gear that appears below them is the gear that you need to gear up these particular characters. And the ones in red are the ones that you don't have enough enough of to meet that number. And so this is a really nice tool to help you visualize exactly what you need to finish DD4 or any other Dark Dimensions and help plan it out. And so I, I think this is a great tool. I've seen some versions of this in Excel. Um, this is a little bit easier way to visualize it. And with the automation of Mantis, I think this is a really, really powerful improvement to MSF.GG and it really kind of brings everything together, which is very nice. So have you have you tried using this yet? Uh, so I they updated that like right as I finished mm -hmm. DD4. So 
I did not need to use the DD4 planner, but I have used Mantis to grab all everything from my inventory, and it's amazing. So I have no doubt I will be using that come DD5 or or the next game mode that I have to actually use the planner for. But I know a bunch of people who are using it, and uh, yeah, from everything I've seen and heard, it, it looks amazing. So. so let me give you a quick tip here. Um, so just clear out all dudes that you have for DD4 planning. And then look at characters that you want to take, like tier 14, tier 15, and you can stick them in here, right? And then just as long as it has your latest gear inventory, it'll still tell you what you need to get those characters to that level. So you can actually just right. work as like an upgrade planner, even though you yeah. don't necessarily need them for DD4, right? So yeah. You've already finished it. It doesn't really matter to you. But if you're just working on, say, Axemen, just add them all here, you know, put uh, Bishop and Cosmic and put the rest in global and it'll, it'll tell you what you're missing and what you need to finish them all. So that's kind of nice too. It, it, I, I, it works as an ad hoc planner if you want it to. <laughs> it does. I don't I don't necessarily like being reminded that despite the fact that I finished DD4 twice, I am still 900 <laughs> spliced X genes short of what I need. But uh, Yeah. <laughs> At I least they give on. you like 120 when you finish, right? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. That was so long ago. I, I think I powered up one one of my astonishing X-Men and Aww. what was that? Alright, Kitty Pride has been added to the uh, uh, Elite Store to upgrade with Red Star promo credits. Are you planning on taking advantage of this? Do you need a 6 or 7 Red Star Kitty Pride? Uh, I believe mine is only 4. Me too. So I, we I did believe the Wave I... Wars for it actually. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so I absolutely will take her to five if I get the chance. Because mm -hmm. the rest of my Astonishing X-Men, I believe, are are in a pretty good spot. My Jubilee is at five. My Iceman is at seven. Mm -hmm. My Beast and Bishop are at five. So everyone is five or higher except for Kitty. And uh, admittedly, because I've, as we mentioned, I'm short on Splice X genes, I have not been able to get her. She's still geared tier 12. But so... Because I'm literally using them in Doom Raid and in Alpha 4 Difficulty 3, which are like both of those pieces of content I feel are balanced around like tier tier 14. Mm -hmm. uh, my Kitty Pride fails disrupts all the time. Ooh. And it's like one of her only jobs. So like I'll see a juggernaut and be like, all right, I'll just throw a disrupt on him and then I can focus out someone else. And then I send Kitty in and then she just kind of dances around him but mm -hmm. doesn't actually contribute a debuff. And then it's like, ah. Uh, Okay, new plan. <laughs> Improvise, adapt, overcome. Yeah. So, well, I, I actually would love to give her uh, another red star. It'd be nice. I, I do enjoy her whimsical animations. I will say that. I've only used them a little bit, but it is really funny how she just teleports and hops around. It does yeah, feel very yeah. much like a cat, right? They're just kind of aimlessly jumping around and doing stuff, you know? <laughs> All right, next news item we have is the... MSF community voted and the tallies were made and it was Minerva versus Thanos as a continuation of the DD4 characters utilized uh, blitz polls, right? So you get to choose one or the other. Um, the Oh Wow faces had 24k votes and the angry faces for Thanos had only seven and a half thousand votes. I don't know. How do you feel about this? Do you think the right character won this matchup? Yes. I do too. Yes. <laughs> One I, uh, much rarer, much longer. Yeah. So Minerva obviously is a powerhouse when it comes to all dark dimensions. It doesn't really matter what what level you're at or where you're at in the game. Minerva is relevant to 
every single dark dimension. I'm using her right now in Cosmic. On Amazing in raids, too. Awesome. Yeah, and in raids, yeah. Especially if you don't have, like, like say you didn't want to buy Axemen, right? Like, this is the team that you really want to build is going to involve somebody like Minerva and another support, and then, you know, a couple of, of big hitters and somebody to protect them. Like, this is obviously Minerva is much, much more scarce. She's harder to farm. Uh, or, I mean, really, you can only farm her in the and, war store right now, right? And I'll say this too. In addition to that, that is correct. But uh, and I guess she's in some orbs. But uh, oh, yeah. in addition to that, like definitely, she really excels in raid and dark dimension. Mm -hmm. But I think she doesn't get enough credit, both in PvP and in war. I always refer to her as like a a, a secret tank because, like, she may not have a taunt over her head. But go ahead and kill someone else first instead of her, and you'll quickly learn that you've made a mistake. <laughs> she will just bring them back. So True. you kind of have to go after her anyway. So even for other game modes, like when I see a Minerva on the enemy team, in most instances, that means I guess I have to attack Minerva first. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just wasting my own time. Either ability blocker, stun her, or attack her. You got to choose one of the three. And if you don't have two of those, then you got to do the right. other one. <laughs> yeah so so yeah she's even really good in in like pvp and war she's yep, secret absolutely. tank minerva she is a very powerful character and she also feels rather future proof right like her her percent drain is always going to be that uh -huh. and, and i like that about her like yep, and a revive is always a revive yeah, too. absolutely yeah the only the only way around that is like a black bolt type kill where you can't revive the character uh but we just so infrequently see black bolt in the enemy uh, PVE content that's not that big of a deal. She's also, I gotta mention this, she's also really useful in RTA. If you're trying to get turns on a specific character and keep them going and get those those uh, abilities done, um, she's kind of a safety valve to try to bring back that character after they get murked like really early in the fight. Uh, give them some death proofs, keep them alive, and potentially get a few more turns out of them. Yes, and and she also just has that amazing pairing with Hela, where every time Greg dies, she gives herself speed bar. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And yeah, I can only can... imagine how good she is at like low level ultimus raids, right? Like, I mean, she's got to be legit there. <laughs> it's been oh, so long since I did yeah. one of those. But yeah, if you're a newer player, she is legitimately one of the best characters in the game for you as far as supports go. Okay, the next item on the agenda is the bishop update he has been added to the ultimus basic premium mega and uh, orbs and also the supply section of the store the change in the mega orb is rhino has been ejected and replaced with a much much better protector i would say <laughs> yes uh, although not actually a protector but yeah. oh that's true he isn't he's a blaster right he's uh he's a blaster with taunt <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I think earlier I said the uh, Black Bolt was actually the tankiest blaster, but I think that's wrong. That actually Bishop is probably uh, more tanky depending on the team with them, right? Well, I'll tell you, like if you're gonna factor in the, uh, I think he gets like twenty percent damage reduction. Mm -hmm. If you're like, gonna factor that in as part of his tankiness, he might he might be up there. I'm not sure. I don't remember off the stats, but but he, you know, getting defense up like himself on spawn. And damage reduction, like it, it, he takes a hit incredibly well. So he's 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 in the conversation, even if stat wise he's not number one. He's in yeah. the conversation. But yeah, I I mess him up a lot. Like when you think of him as like, oh, he's the guy with defense up and taunt, calling him protector makes sense. I mess up Miss Marvel all the time, 
I never remember that she's a brawler. I'm like, yeah, no, she's one. the tank. It's the tank. No, she's a brawler. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Bishop, the uh, fake tank, but he's awesome. <laughs> I absolutely love Bishop. He is the one astonishing X-Men member that I was able to take straight to gear tier 15 after DD4. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have not regretted that for one second. All right, so this week they sent out another message to a select few players. We don't know exactly how many, but asking for their feedback on a online survey. Uh, I did not get this message, but uh, did you get it? Did you fill it out? Well, I did fill it out. Uh, it wasn't necessarily sent to me, but I did fill it out. Um, yeah, so they, they, they do surveys uh, fairly often, and they're all about all different things. Um, and they intentionally like send it to different groups of people each time. Mm -hmm. So no one gets all the surveys like there's just you know some people get it one time and other people get it a different time but this one in particular was all about new characters and they had like a i i, I don't remember exactly how many because i didn't like sit there and count but it was like every person who got the survey got presented a list of like 30 character names mm -hmm. and of the like 30 character names that were on there there were i want to say like 10 of the names were the same for everyone, uh, again, I, like I didn't look at enough of them. So when I say ten, I don't mean like everyone had the same ten. I mean like one always had at least ten in common with another one. But so I, I think this served as two functions. Firstly, it helped inform them of like which characters they could potentially add that they aren't already planning on adding. But I think they also put a bunch of characters that they are planning on releasing, like. There were at least a few names on that survey that I know they have already worked on and will be releasing. And so that's interesting to me that, like, I think they're also trying to gauge, like, okay, how popular is this character going to be before yeah. we release it? We want to know, like, how, what does the average person think and know about this character? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was a ton of names, some like really well known characters and some, uh, well, well, the the first question they had was like, of these thirty names, how many of these have you heard of? And <laughs> I heard of like two thirds of them, maybe. But uh, I, I was reading it out on stream, which you're also not supposed to do. But technically, since I wasn't officially sent the survey in the first place, uh, you know, I'm allowed to share something someone else sent to me. Ah, you but leaked so, it. You leaker. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, I have a, a little history of leaking stuff, but um. So I was reading it out, like I, I'd mentioned like, oh yeah, there's plenty of Marvel characters here I haven't even heard of. And uh, I definitely have a bunch of people who are like really familiar with Marvel lore in my chat. And so they're like, oh yeah, which which characters haven't you heard of? And so I'd read them off and you know, I'd, uh, half of them that I mentioned, like, I don't know who this is. They'd be like, oh, I know that character really well. Yeah, they, they did a team up with Doctor Strange in the comics. But then I, you know, it gets to another name, like, I don't know this either. And they'd be like, I, is that the one from... Uh, hold, let me Google that one. Oh yeah, I don't know who this is. So oh. there were some obscure ones, but there were there were definitely some some big ones. Um, like I I know Legion was on there. I know Null was on there. Yeah, uh, there were some 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 big name ones uh, for sure. And then there were some interesting ones. There there were definitely some some Falcon and the Winter Soldier ones on there. Like Sharon Carter. They literally did. Uh, well, okay, I don't want to say another one because it's technically a big spoiler for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but. Another another Falcon and Winter Soldier spoiler was on there. A um, lot, lot of stuff. But yeah. so I I only really got involved in this because someone sent it to me. They're like, hey, Casino, I just got sent the survey. Check it out. And one of the names on that person's survey was Howard the Duck. <gasps> and I'm glad his name made it on there. And I hope every person who got this survey 
did the responsible thing and put that they were maximum excited for Howard the Duck <laughs> and wanted him above all else. Um, so I shared this survey with a few more people at that point and were like, if you find Howard the Duck on your list, he is top priority. Obviously, we want him more than anyone in anything. Definitely mark that. All right, and again today, for the second day in a row, we've had the Valiant Credit Offer screw-up come back, where we get the 1,700 credits for $10. And, uh, of course, if you've been buying all of these, then your third purchase of this, which we can only assume is tomorrow, will actually give you four orbs instead of three, which is what we've been getting each day, because of the accumulated credits will equal over 5,000. And uh, before we were only getting 1,500 at a time, so you'd get three orbs, right? So getting that extra 200 three times gives you one more orb. So if you've been buying these diligently and you're ranking up these characters, Cull and uh, Ghost, then uh, that will give you the number that you need to get the extra total of 250 shards for these characters. So have you been buying these? I know I have. <laughs> Yes, Th these offers got both my ghost and my cull to seven star. Nice. So could not have been better value for me. Nice. Yeah, I'm still going to be short on ghost, about 100 shards for seven star. Uh, I'm actually sitting at 299 shards on cull. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, do I want to waste a 25 shard drop on Ghost for that? Nah, I, I think I will, and I'll just like I'll just use them all on Ghost and just leave Call It 299. That basic wait orb, for that one orb, one orb. That that, that basic orb will change your life. I think so. Someday I'm just like I'm just like a roll of the dice every time. And you're, yep, just like, you're just gonna log in on. and open the basic orb. Come and... on. If it comes yep. in like one of those free four-hour orbs, like I'll be so happy, right? You know, I just need one, just need one shard. That's it. it it's it'll gotta come sooner or later. Yeah. yeah one of these days. One of these. At worst, right? I'll have to pay 450 cores in the supply shop to buy five cores. Oh, yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, sooner or later you'll see them there too. Yeah. But wouldn't you rather have 400 or for 450 or, cores? Would you rather have 25 or, ghost shards, right? Yes. No. You're 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 making the responsible choice. The I support there. your decision. Right. I support your decision, but you, you, there's another option. You can wait until 2023 where he'll be farmable. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, with the screw up, though, it makes me wonder. It's like, are they going to boot Cull from the premium orbs before Yo-Yo? No. Yo -Yo? no? I don't think they will. No? I don't no, know. I don't think they will. I'm, I'm undecided on this. Oh, you de look, this. I definitely will not try to predict what they're going to do. Nah, they love their favorite thing to do is throw consistency out the window. Mm -hmm. So that, I'm just making what I feel is an educated guess. But mm -hmm. well, assuming this or uh, this offer comes back tomorrow, I feel pretty good about spending thirty bucks to get two hundred fifty ghost shards and getting her most of the yep. way to seven stars. So that's for a relatively new character that is a premium character for dark dimension four and really any of the dark dimension if, if you're not into dd4 yet if you're just in like three ghost is an excellent global character in every level of dark dimension if you're working through it for sure so she is absolutely useful there um so i know a lot of people that you know didn't buy like coal offers and stuff are just getting him to like six star stopping there and then putting the rest into ghost and i think that's a really smart smart uh plan as well because you're getting the benefit of both characters and they're both very good characters i don't think either one is like god tier but they're both very very good characters for what they do uh next one is mojo stuff 
What was the Mojo's Mayhem issue? You know what? I was just about to look at that because I wasn't aware of this. I just skipped through this. Um, it says the cost to instantly unlock ratings level is incorrectly starting oh, at 100 oh, yeah, power yeah. cores instead of mm. 200, as it was in seasons past. So mm. Mojo is going to keep the prices as is and then correct the glitch mm. for future right. seasons. That's right. I mean, honestly, I thought 100 cores was kind of steep, but... I, I didn't realize it was consistent, right? So if you just want to unlock, you know, like ten levels, it would be a thousand cores. But now no, it's no, no, 2, no, 000, right? That's, no, 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 but then it goes up every single time and it resets on the day. So if you wait until the next day, you can then get another level for 200. But you can't just immediately get a level for 200. I, I forget if the next one is 300 or 400, but the, the next one. Okay, so they do go up in price as you purchase levels. Yes, but uh... but that that increase, it's like uh, it's like with Dark Dimension mm -hmm. reset costs. Once okay. the 24 hours rolls over, it's back to the low price. The uh, the next glitch that we had is the Well Wishes milestone, which started apparently 10 minutes late uh, last week. So you may recall we did a video about this on how to jump alliances to gain rewards that you had not attained if the alliance had. And it was really funny because that we streamed that on Friday night. They screwed it up the following Saturday after your, your video on your channel had launched. And so I, I think... I think we can kind of take credit for pushing them in the direction to do something about this, right? Because yeah. they didn't realize what that was going on. And <laughs> the funny thing is, is then they overdid it. They screwed yeah. it up even further. They messed up the milestone start time. They messed up the ability to jump alliances and get these ability, or these uh, the ability to get these rewards. And it was just a huge cluster, to be honest. And and I think that's that's just kind of par for the course, right? Yes. But I think the moral awesome. of the story is well done up. <laughs> High fives all around. Right? High five. Uh. We're just sitting here drinking and uh, having fun at Scopely's expense. Look, we, we make our own fun in this game, whether that be exposing really flawed systems. Oh, yeah, let's, yes. let's do that. High five. Other way. Delayed, Other way. But... Other way. Now. No, I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize you were doing it because there's such a delay on the screen. I oh, I did do it the wrong way. Oh, God. All right. I'm on. There you now. go. High fives. <laughs> but anyway, it's just funny because, like, we know what they were trying to do, right? So they were trying to yeah. prevent the double counting, of course. Oh, we actually got it. Sorry, I just saw yeah. on the yeah, we did on live update. Nailed but, it. But they were trying to stop the double counting of cores on milestones for two different days right so that's that's yeah a thing but then the other thing they were trying to do is prevent people jumping alliances to get rewards they hadn't really attained which i think is bs right because we know that every other alliance milestone works this way right all of the raid season credits work exactly that way if i go jump in your alliance yet and i haven't claimed any raid season rewards and you're alliances finish them all i can immediately claim them right as soon as i join your alliance and so that's always been the case the other thing is is that we've seen this in other events right where when you jump into an alliance and say it's an alliance-wide event of some sort maybe there's some like personal milestones too but you can immediately contribute to alliance 
milestones once you join the alliance they don't lock that out and i think that's by design right it should be because you don't want somebody just on a 24-hour timeout because you had to sub some people from you know whatever performance or personal reasons or whatever and that's how it should be and and yeah world warrior is another one that's an alliance-wide milestone you can immediately claim those credits so it's not doing anything outside the norm we were just pointing out that hey you know if you want to go get this stuff there's good rewards on the just line just do it thing. Yeah, uh, I, I will say, though, yeah, it's, it, it never ceases to amaze how quickly they jump on trying to solve a yeah. problem that, that potentially benefits <sighs> players. I if know. it's something that plagues players, they will turn a blind eye to it for literal months. If they find out, like, what players are easily collecting milestone rewards. Yep. Oh, no, 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 not on our watch. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> go bully someone else, man. All right, and this week we had our first half of 2021's roadmap review. I think the very first topic is costumes, which is alternate skins for our main heroes. What do you think about this? <laughs> um, so I, I like at the end of the day, I love skins. I've been asking them to put skins in the game for three years. I don't know what took them so long, ah, but I, I love skins. I'm excited for skins, but uh, yeah, they're, they again, they didn't give us the whole story. Like we wanted to know skins, but we also wanted to know how are we going to get them and what are they going to cost? Yeah. But before we go any further on this. Uh, I just there's a comment literally in the Twitch chat right now that I want to address, which is mm -hmm. someone someone literally wrote if they're purely cosmetic, whatever, if they add stats, mm -hmm. F this game, I'm done. Right. I'm happy to confirm. I have confirmed it myself with the devs. I asked them earlier. They will not change tags. They will not change stats. They will not change abilities. They are purely cosmetic. They, they when communicating things like this to me, they have to use legalese. So it was officially stated as at launch, they will be purely cosmetic. And going forward, our plans are to keep them purely cosmetic. But awesome. they cannot, right, they cannot promise that they will forever be purely cosmetic for legal reasons. Like the person telling me this is not authorized to make that guarantee on behalf of any and all future scopely decisions. But for all intents and purposes, purely cosmetic. That's... And they have no plans to change that up. That's great that's that's exactly what they should be and it you know I, I i was really into overwatch which is another game that heavily features skins right and they also do it from like loot drop options and stuff and so um you know if you want really the high-end skins you either need to unlock them with coins that you earn in the game by playing it and stuff and the one thing i've always appreciated about games like that is that the skins are purely cosmetic they're for fun they make characters look fun or silly or just interesting or badass or whatever and it doesn't really change the the fundamentals of the game right you're just adding an element of fun to it that doesn't really matter right like when people do esports of overwatch they're all using base skins there's no skins allowed right you have to use the base characters right but when you're just having fun and playing like quick matches with your buddies it's cool you can do whatever you want right with the skins and stuff and the other great thing is that because they're interesting they drive revenue to the game to help fund it that you don't have to spend a dime on if you don't want to. In fact, I think skins in games like this are the ultimate free-to-play players, like, best friend, because it's people that want to spend, get to spend on stuff that they want that means absolutely nothing to you. And 
is probably the best thing that they could do because they seem to be wanting to monetize this game so heavily that they could do this for the community that wants to buy them and not necessarily impact any of the free-to-play players while still adding a source of revenue that's completely optional. I think that is something they should have done from the get-go because there are so Same. many opportunities. There's so many opportunities in the MCU, wow. in, the, in the Marvel Universe, to just do alternate costumes. And I, I just don't know why this wasn't a feature right out of the box to be honest with you. all right the next item on the blog is iso 8 tier 2 is announced and it will be coming sometime in 2021 we don't really have an eta on this but i think we kind of all knew that when it was called iso tier 1 <laughs> that was probably yeah. the first of many right so what this brings we don't know whether it's going to enhance nope. the existing abilities I don't know. It's probably just going to increase stats, so this will be like our next uh, plus 10% of all base stats. And then who knows what's going to happen as far as the interactions go with each of the classes. Uh, they also didn't mention whether or not there would be any new classes, which I thought was interesting, because I thought we'd always speculated that there may be a 6th or 7th class. They, they did in a video from, like, I think it was June of last year, they did mention that they may add more ISO classes, so that could come with ISO 8 Tier 2. But yeah, we uh, we were expecting ISO Tier 2. In the original ISO 8 playtest, there was actually blue ISO. What In the original ISO 8 playtest, I was really excited for blue ISO because there were set bonuses on the crystals, basically, and so there were like three or four set bonuses for the green, but there were like 10 set bonuses for the blue, including like really good set bonuses. So blue is where it was at. So we'll see if, if ISO 8 tier two comes with like an actual expansion of customization, whether it's some form of set bonuses or additional classes you can access or something like that, that'll be really cool. But yeah. if it's just like, oh, this is more to grind, then, you know, I, I can't really complain because like that's, you know, what, this game is all right so the next thing on the agenda from the blog today and i think this is probably going to cause the most uproar and stir is yet another avenue of monetization for scopely which is the strike yeah. pass this in yeah. a nutshell is just you paying more money per month yeah. on top of on top of the real-time arena rta pass these are separate so you can choose one or the other or both I uh, didn't mention anything about them being combined or giving a discount for each other if you buy one right. or the other. It right. is just simply a separate other pass monthly yes. that you can purchase to get what appears to be just more gear and stuff for doing your dailies. And I just... Mm -hmm. <sighs> right. That's so, about, that's about yeah. as much as I could give a response to this whole paragraph. So so I, I said, as soon as I read this, I was like, if this announcement were made as we're ditching the Mojo's Mayhem Battle Pass oh. and we're introducing Strike Pass, this would have been like, this is an amazing announcement. Awesome. I'm so excited. But that's not what we got. Right. What we got was, hey, since you guys are buying so much of the one Battle Pass, we're going to give you another one. Like, you guys clearly like the first one. Otherwise, why would you be buying it so much? So right. you love it. So we're we're here for you guys. So really, as a service to you guys, we want you to enjoy this. Let us give you another battle pass. And you know what? If you guys really dig the second one, 
We'll see if we can find a way to even get you guys a third one, but we'll start slow. We'll give you the second one first, but obviously you guys like battle passes, so we got another one coming up right away. That, <laughs> that dev blog that we're going over right now uh, has negative upvotes on Reddit. Mm. It's been up for 10 hours, Ouch. and there are several threads just complaining explicitly about the strike pass because they're saying, like, what what players told Scopely yeah. was, hey, please allow the battle pass to, like, apply to other game modes. Like, give us rewards yeah. for doing things outside of RTA. And what Scopely heard was, oh, we can sell another battle pass for the other <laughs> stuff. That's why I always advocate. If you're thinking about buying an expensive offer, just go get a bottle of bourbon that costs about the same amount. <laughs> you'll drink it away, you'll feel good for a while, and it'll go away, and you'll just forget about it. Buy one less piece of shit $20 offer during the month from the regular offers. This is nothing but good. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want to tell yourself, man. The way I see it is I now have to buy one less EOS $20 offer. Uh-huh. Alright, this one is... Do you want to introduce this one? You haven't introduced any in a while. This is the exclusive original... No, you're, you're doing the whole thing. You want me to do the whole thing? Alright. Yeah. Let's do it. Carry this shit. Alright, live pool. Get ready. Life was long gone. Game faces. <laughs> <laughs> and in the blog, they announced something I didn't see coming at all. Me either. <laughs> I gotta say, this is kind of interesting. Exclusive original character that they are releasing specifically through Marvel Strike Force, a character that we've never heard of, never seen anywhere. It is exclusively through OSF that this is the first appearance that this character will make in the, I guess, per, I, as far as we can assume, the MCU. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Do you have any idea what this character is, who they are, where they're from, where they're going? <laughs> Marvel Contest of Champions has introduced several characters that they created for that game that have gone on to then become full-on Marvel characters. Really? Um, in particular, they introduced uh, a character called Civil Warrior. And Civil Warrior is basically Captain America in an Iron Man suit. He has the Captain America shield, but it has an arc reactor in the center. At the end of the day, the character that gets created is like pretty much entirely at the behest of the uh you know the, the art directors and whatever who are working on it through the game so they have the potential to just create some like super awesome custom badass character everyone loves i don't know i don't know what to expect i don't know if they'll go for a quirky character or if they'll uh focus on like inclusivity as like the the focal point of the design of the character or if they'll go for something edgy. I, I have no idea what direction they're going to go with it. But that that announcement basically is an announcement of nothing other than they're basically saying, we're going to get creative and come up with something. We're next going to talk about the improvements. And I don't like to be cynical and jaded. Like As you, anyone who's familiar with my content knows, I like to be positive about like if something good is coming to the game, something objectively good, be happy. So every single thing in this improvement section, I'm saying ahead of time, is undoubtedly a good thing coming to the game, and I am happy about each and every one of these things coming to the game. However, 
again, I, I don't try to be negative, but my genuine reaction to almost all these announcements was it's about damn time. Yep. Like these are good things, but they would have been good things when we started asking for them like two years ago. Right. We'll start from the top. Save squad tabs. Like we're going to give you more save squad slots immediately. And then we're working on introducing save squad tabs where you'll have different save squads for each game mode. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Yep. But that's also exactly what the players have been suggesting for like over a year. Great. And other, it's about damn time news, raid season milestone rewards. Right? They're it updating take... the raid season milestones. Yeah, That's it's... good news. That absolutely needed to be done. Uh -huh. I'm happy about that. But this has been a problem for so long that yeah. every alliance I know completes their raid season milestones in like three hours. Yeah. Raid key tracking. There's already a roundabout way to do raid key tracking, but now they're actually making it simple and common sense. Alliance leaders can now actually hold members accountable for their contributions. Again, that is good. It's also something that people have been asking for for a while. Yeah. And it's about damn time. All right. In, in the next about damn time Ooh. update, uh, the team wants to give additional value to opening basic red star orbs, uh, which could be interpreted as the team would like to sell more basic red star orbs to Krakens. Yep. We're doing this by introducing a new currency that will be a part of the orb drops. New currency will be redeemable to purchase red stars for characters like Ultron, who previously didn't have any access to them, and additional red stars for Ultimus. New currency will give players some additional agency into getting red stars for specific characters in the future. Please note that the new currency is intended to be something accrued and redeemed over a period of time. Mm -hmm. So again, this is good news. Getting, like, now actually being excited about opening normal red star orbs because they actually will have a functional purpose. Like, even if you get all yeah. dupes, you're building towards getting red stars for other characters. That is good. Uh, like, this is all a good thing. This one, of, of all the things I see here where I'm like, what took you so long to do this? This one, I don't actually fault them for. Like, I no. I do feel this should have been done like six months ago. But unlike everything else we've talked about, this isn't one where I'm like, come on, guy. Like, I'm not going to applaud you for this because you sh you absolutely should have done this like a year ago. Right. This one, I don't, I don't blame them. They did not have to do this. They still didn't have to do this. So this one's just nice. All right, the next topic, and this this brings us back to uh, finally one one last about damn time, mm -hmm. the API. Now, yep. unlike a lot of the other things, I have some context for why the API has taken so long. The short version is uh, they have been, you know, first they were uh, Fox, then they were Disney, now they're Scopely. And so the, like, an API involves, like, security disclosures and people consenting to have certain parts of their account shared and so because there's a legal aspect to it they have to get it cleared on like the legal end and they also have to be able to explain to the development team like why it's important and so every time it's gotten to legal it's gone to one of the legal departments of a company that's like well we're getting rid of them soon so like rather than do all this work to get this cleared like it, it we could just wait and it'll not be our problem anymore mm -hmm. so that's how it was explained to me anyway is uh the API kept getting kind of the, the legal runaround. So 
I at least don't fault them for like what took them so long. But to my knowledge, Cerebro worked really hard to get everyone this API and all the CCs have been asking for it for a long time. Yep. But so anyway, the good news is the API is coming. All right. Well, this has been another uh, fun and interesting weekly wrap up. Uh, if you were here for this live, this went on for almost four and a half hours. We go off topic a lot. It's me and Dutch just like goofing around and talking about random stuff and going off topic and talking about other games we've played and who knows what, talking about alcohol. But anyway, uh, as always, thank you very much for joining me on this one, Dutch. Do you have thank any you closing me. comments for anyone? Uh, I'm hoping that the next blog post that we get is going to blow this one out of the water. Well, yeah, <laughs> otherwise... Thank you guys very much for tuning in to the weekly wrap-up. For those of you that made it to the end, uh, we love you the most. Don't tell the other people that already left. But all, otherwise, shout-out to all the people who are hanging out, watching this live with us. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing this every week. If you guys have any comments on how we can improve the format, uh, aside from comments like, uh, can you make it shorter? We really do try. We just like to talk. I don't know. We have a lot to cover. We will. We'll try to make it shorter. But other, if you have any other suggestions at all for how to improve the format, different stuff to cover, et cetera, please leave those in the video description below. Otherwise, that is all I've got for you. We will see you guys same time next week. Until then, peace!